Welcome to Opening the Door podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. Today, I have a little bit of a different type of episode for you. Have you ever wondered what it's like to live with a psychic or a medium? Well, maybe you'll get some of those questions answered in this episode. I am bringing my husband on to just answer some questions and share a little bit with you what his journey has been like through the lens of my journey. You know, what has it been like living with somebody who's developing these abilities and stuff like that. So I hope you enjoy this. I got some feedback from, you know, people that they sort of want to learn a little bit more about your host, me. Um, and, and I'm hoping this episode sort of helps with that. And then later in the month, I'll hopefully be doing sort of a reverse interview where I'll have, you know, somebody on interviewing me to get some of those questions answered as well. All right, let's get into the episode. Enjoy. Today, I'm welcoming my husband on to Opening the Door podcast. His name is Steven. As I mentioned, he's my husband. We've been married for two years now, and we've been together for a total of eight years. So he's been there in my life through a lot of my ghost encounters and has had plenty of his own. In college, we really sort of bonded over both having had ghost encounters, and it was something that we discussed a lot, really, though neither of of us were doing a lot to try and develop our abilities at the time. So that was really helpful just to have a partner who believed in me and could relate to some of the experiences that I had and was having. And I love that it's something that we have in common and and have had our own journeys with this type of stuff. He's been super supportive of me opening up my abilities, which has been awesome. So Stephen, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me on the podcast. So why don't you start out by just telling listeners a little bit about your own background with like ghosts and spirituality and stuff like that. Sure. I have had many encounters with ghosts slash spirits in my life. Um, And most of them have been a little unsettling and frightening, probably because I was not guarded and grounded as I learned how to do thanks to you and your podcast and many of your um, people that you've interviewed. So over the probably last 15 years plus, I've had years of seeing, um, hearing ghost spirits in not just my house where I live, but in friends Um, and other places that I've lived as well. Relating to my spiritual background, I definitely have struggled with pinpointing my beliefs, ideas of the spiritual world, because my perspective has been tainted by the Christian belief system. And most recently, I've been trying to connect more with my ancestral roots, trying to understand their beliefs, and kind of forging a path. with those ideas and beliefs in mind about that world. So my ancestral roots that I've been learning about and where I want to, where I want to lean into learning more about and growing myself through is through the people of the Mayan empire. Um, Specifically, I would like to learn more and I have been learning about uh, the Quiche people 
um, and really their beliefs, their teachings, their stories of the spiritual world, the physical world around them. Love that. Super cool. And I can't wait to like hear more about that and be alongside you on your journey. So that's cool. Um, so let's talk a little bit about our shared experiences. Obviously, we've had plenty of ghost encounters and experiences that have been, you know, completely separate from each other. But we've also had some really interesting shared ghost experiences. So do you want to this is one of my favorite story ghost stories to tell, by the way, just for our listeners. And nobody has heard this one yet, so I'm excited to tell it with you. So do you want to start with your part of this story, and then I'll follow up with mine? Yes. So the start of the story is probably back when I was somewhere between the ages of like eight nine I think um I honestly can't remember but I was definitely young um maybe I was even a pre like a preteen teenager I can't remember um but I remember this one night I was home my sisters and my mom were out somewhere and it was really just my dad and I we were home it was later in the night and I was in the living room watching tv he was in his room and in this, uh, in this house that we had, uh, you have the hallway that leads into my parents' room and, and then our room. And his room was open. Um, you could see the light from the TV that he was watching. And I remember just for some reason I was heading towards that direction and I kind of was walking a little slowly. It was dark. Um, and then I just saw this shadow pass by kind of in front of like the TV light. And it it made the shadow on the wall in the hallway. What looked like to be kind of a, a tall man wearing a, a coat and a hat. And I, I paused, I froze because I could hear my dad snoring. So I was kind of just thinking like, well, that wasn't him. And I was scared, so I just turned back and I didn't head down there. And I kind of just left it at that. I, I didn't follow up or kind of really ask anybody or ask him if there was someone else in the room, which obviously there wasn't. Um, but I kind of just left it alone. Yeah. Gr uh, yeah, such an interesting. So the, the way that the story goes after that is like, let's say, I don't know, 10 years pass, depending on how old you are, like many years pass, many years. And um, obviously your parents were still living in the same house and stuff. So I had been there. It was also, this also happened in the evening, nighttime situation. And I had been walking down that same hall with you. And I looked to my left and like the whole, there was not a lot of lights on in the house. There was like, so it's just something to know, like there was light shining in from the windows and that's pretty much it. So, um, I looked to my left and this was as we were like walking out, I looked to my left and it was in the kitchen. I saw a man wearing a coat and like a tall hat. And I remember thinking, oh, that must be like Steven's dad. That's Steven's dad. And then I didn't think anything of it really because I just like assumed that I'd seen a person like normal. 
And, and then I think I texted you the next day and was like, oh, like, wasn't that your dad in the kitchen? Like just something really casual. Mm -hmm. And you were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, like he was wearing a, like a trench coat. He was wearing a coat and like this tall hat. He was like pretty tall. And that's when you were like, um, that's a ghost that I saw <laughs> the, like 10 years ago. Like what, what were you, like, what were you thinking <clears throat> when I was describing the same thing that you had seen? It many was, years ago? it was definitely interesting because it's, it's kind of wild to think about, about how young I was and how many years that was later. And all I saw was a shadow. Like I just saw a shadow and it was just so like, it made such an impression on me that I literally could tell what this person was wearing. Uh, Cause it, it did have a trench coat. Like, I don't know why that came into my head, but it did when yeah. I saw the shadow. Um, and I don't know why I also, um, had the impression that they were wearing a hat but they were and I just remember and that stayed with me so when you mentioned that I I really couldn't think of like anything other than it had to be the same thing like my dad doesn't own a trench coat he doesn't wear a hat who Not would be height. who would be yeah exactly who would be standing there um and it's just um uh, interesting that that moment I'm telling you is probably like it was just a second where he just passed by the light of the TV and yeah. they gave me that impression of what they looked like, what they were wearing. I never saw it. I just saw the shadow, but you saw more of like the physical um, view of it. Well, it's so interesting. Like to hear you say that, like they gave you that impression. Like it's almost like you were psychically or slash mediumship seeing that. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the way that you phrase that. It's so interesting. Yeah. And I feel like totally, like when I saw it, it was like full, like I just, yeah, like I just knew the shape was that he was wearing a trench coat, but like, yeah, I feel like I could see almost like more details. Like I knew for sure. So yeah, that's one of my, just one of my favorite stories to tell because I just feel like it's such like it's all for me in the situation. It's like really cold, hard proof because I was there. I understand if other people don't believe that mm. or whatever, cause they weren't there, but like and we saw him in two different parts of the house. Like, right. it's not like a shadow was hitting some certain way yeah. that you see all the time in the kitchen. Like, no, he was in the kitchen. He was in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Fascinating to me. Yeah. I, I love that story. And I, and I never told you that story. Yeah. And yeah, so that's a really <laughs> good point to like, Stephen had never mentioned this story to me. He... I don't only think I told that story to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> he only mentioned it to me once I confirmed for him that I like saw the same thing. So fascinating. Um... Okay, so I have another one that I want to share that is like much more recent, a little bit like that that one's really interesting. This one's kind of just like cuter and, and interesting. But so this was probably um I don't know, within the past year, like probably earlier this year, very early 2022. So all right, so um sadly we don't have a dog. We both really really want a dog, but we can't have a dog because the place where we live doesn't allow them the association where we live just doesn't allow it. So we both really want to get a dog. We talk about it all the time. So this was something that happened earlier this year. As I mentioned, I had a dream that Steven surprised me with a puppy. Like he just brought a puppy home 
one day for me. And I was so excited and I was playing with the puppy and I was petting the puppy. And I remember thinking in the dream, like, this is so weird. We're not allowed to have a dog here because in the dream, it was in the place where we live now. And I just remember thinking like, this is weird. We can't have a dog here. How is this happening? But I sort of just ignored it and continued to play with the puppy. It was a super simple dream. Nothing crazy. Like that was really pretty much it. Very realistic, whatever. Um, but the next morning that I had, when Steven was at work, I texted him and I was like, oh, like I had this dream that you got a puppy and we were so excited. And do you want to finish the last part of the story? And when you texted me that, I kind of, I, I read it and I was just like, really like, no way. That's wild because I woke up in the middle of the night and I look over to you where you were sleeping and I saw an image of a dog like floating over your head <laughs> it was almost like it was it, and if you remember what you just said you saw this dog as a puppy mm -hmm. and this dog that I saw was more of like an adult dog kind of in its form um, and I just remember that it was just floating over you like it was kind of just standing on something solid but it was over you and it was looking around and I, I really was just shocked because it was so clear that I saw this. And I, I honestly don't remember what woke me up, but I feel like I had a feeling like that it woke me up yeah. because there was something there. And I remember just seeing it standing over you kind of looking around. Um, and, you know, I was shocked at first because I was just like, what is that? Um, and then I kind of just was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm waking up. I'm, I'm like half asleep. So I'm just seeing, I'm obviously just seeing that. <laughs> but when I got that text, you know, it was like that connection of we were somehow seeing or, you know, feeling the same thing. Yeah. It's so interesting. <laughs> like I have so many theories about I don't know, like at first I was like, was I sort of somehow casting mm -hmm. my dream into like a space where we could both see? Like, I don't know, like that was one of my first ideas. And then I did submit it. If anybody listens to Psychic Teachers podcast, I did submit it as a question for one of their like monthly Q&As. And Samantha suggested that maybe it was like our future puppy dog coming to like visit us, you know? And I was like, oh, I love that idea too. But I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I love the idea of that. But I just think it's so interesting, like how, just so cool how that happened. I don't know. Yeah, I would. Um, I mean, I hope she's right. Because that'd be great. Yeah. I'm looking for a dog, right? Yeah. Uh, or looking for a dog. So <laughs> that would be nice. Um, but yeah, it's just very interesting that, you know, if it was some kind of projection that you were doing, um, it it's interesting on why um, you were thinking of a puppy, and, but I saw it as more of an adult dog. Like, yeah. I wonder what that is, um, which, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, what's that about? If anybody listening has any ideas, I'm happy to hear them because I just think it was a cool experience. I, I can't, we neither of us can really explain it, but very cool. So yeah, those are just some little shared stories for you guys between us to get to know, you know, both of our experiences and some of our shared experiences too. So let's get into some questions. My first question is, how have you felt about my uh, abilities over time? Like from start of our relationship to now, have you had any strong emotions or feelings about like 
my seeing ghosts or having these abilities in general? Well, as you mentioned before, it was nice that we both have had experiences with seeing ghosts um, or just experiencing them, really. Um, I truly believe that when you experience something like that, it can definitely unlock something inside you, a kind of understanding that there is more than just this physical world. And, you know, I've come across people who don't believe in that stuff, um, which is totally fine. But I think there's just something about when you experience it. There's just a whole different perspective that you have. So it was nice that we shared kind of that shared experience. Yeah. Um, as far as your abilities, I guess I always thought you were intuitive, whether I said that to you or not. But I vaguely remember times when you just had a feeling about something or someone and it being true or playing out in a certain way that you've mentioned. And, you know, I also remember times when you kind of were, I, I think, like a little bit joking around where you were just like, you know, let me close my eyes and think about this for a second or kind of like reach out with my feelings, kind of like a Jedi master kind of thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, again, it turned out to be true in a sense or work out in a way that you have previously mentioned. Um, so, yeah, I always really believe that you had uh, really the strong, intuitive um, kind of connection with, you know, kind of the world. Um, so, you know, that's that's definitely always been there in the back of my mind for you. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool to hear. Um, so flat, you know, flash forward to kind of when I started really, like, as you mentioned, like, we obviously should mention we, we knew each other basically all through college. And in college, I was like, you know, interpreting dreams for people like doing some of the stuff you mentioned, mm -hmm. just like kind of playing with it, but really in a not serious way at all, like, right. not really trying to develop anything. And um, so when I told you that I was going to take some classes about psychic and mediumship development, like, what were some of your initial thoughts? Uh, who's paying for it? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, cut that, cut that. Um, no, uh, seriously. Well, I was happy that you were taking them and that you took them, really. Um, that you were able to connect and communicate with others in that field and kind of just in that world. Um, really just connecting with that community. Um, it, it has been nice seeing you grow your abilities and connect with that part of yourself, because as I've heard, you know, you mentioned uh, in your interviews, you know, we all have that capability. So to see someone really tap into it in front of your eyes in real time, it's truly something special. So it's it's been nice that, again, only for, I mean, for your well-being, because I think that's something that really feeds you know, your spirit and, you know, uh, you know, some kind of happiness in your life. So it's been nice to see you do that. Um, but, you know, as the person who's witnessing this, you know, as your partner, it's, it's really something special to just kind of just see what you were doing, you know, a year, two year ago and what you're doing today. So yeah. I'm happy for it. What is it like living with a psychic medium? Well, as far as um, things changing, not much has, other than the guest room being a podcast studio <laughs> and a space for you to do your work. Yeah. Um, but 
it has been beneficial because I'm connecting and developing a part of myself that I don't think I would have if it wasn't for you. So that's been nice. Um, but it's, you know, not much has changed. Like, like I said, I've always had this feeling that you've had this kind of higher or, um, you know, more intuitive self that you could connect to. I guess I never really labeled it as being psychic yeah. medium or something like that, but it was something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just doing this, it's kind of just like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, of course, you know, now it's just, it has a label and, and you're doing it a little bit more intentionally. Yeah. Um, so, but as far as that, I, I don't think much has changed in our life. I think it's, it's, it's been kind of just, I, and again, I think it goes back to us kind of being able to really just embrace this part of ourselves. So you're able to do this and it's not like, you know, it's disrupting my life yeah. or anything in our lives together. It kind of just makes sense. And I think that's, that's for a reason for sure. Yeah. You also get little, little funny readings every now and then for me. Yeah. Little readings, little things that pop up. Um, what's been the hardest part about living with me and these abilities either before I was knowing how to use them or, or after, what do you think? I would say that I, and I don't know if this really ties into your abilities. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Cause I feel like everyone might do this at some point. Maybe you do it more because you're so tapped into your abilities, but yeah, there have been times where <laughs> you have woken me up in the middle of the night, um, telling me that, you know, there's somebody standing there or, you know, there's something there and to be woken up like that, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, there's definitely a lot of strain on the heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because specifically, right. I mean, like your wife wakes you up in the middle of night telling you that there's somebody in the house. <laughs> your idea is, well, how do I get them out of the house? <laughs> I don't have time to think. So, you know, I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, it's like fight that or flight. fight or flight. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then funny enough, it's, you know, <clears throat> I'm sure there is something there, but not a physical person there yeah. trying to like, you know, break in or something. Nobody you can chase So, yeah. So, you know, I have to kind of settle back down and try to go to sleep again. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say that's hard or anything because I'm sure people deal with that all the time. I know I've woken up and, seen some things as well um but other than that it's you know it's it's not it's not, it's not thankfully hard. i wouldn't say it's not, not that hard yeah definitely i think being the person on the other side like i've mentioned this in a few other episodes like definitely the nighttime is when i'm most especially if i forget to ground before i go to bed or something like that it's definitely when i'm most susceptible to like little visits and extra funky little things happening and so i think yeah like from your perspective, being the person on the other side of that who can't see what's going on is very, um, like, disturbing isn't the right word, but disruptive might be the right word. Like, if I'm just waking up and being like, oh, do you see that? And you're just like, oh, God, what is it? Like, <laughs> you don't have the same sort of, and usually, by the way, I just go straight back to bed. Like, I don't really give a lot of explanation. So you don't have a, like, I can understand how that can be unsettling on and get the heart pumping at 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, right? Like being woken up in, uh, you know, haste yeah. <laughs> is not fun. Um, but 
I, you know, I would say that, again, going back to what I've learned from you and your interviews and the people that you've talked to, uh, one of the greatest things is that, you know, I understand that there are these things out there, right? Like there's ghosts and spirits and energy and some are good and some are not. Um, so learning from you and just being able to say like, well, Haley did say that there's something in this room. Yeah. Um, so if that's true, I know how to kind of ground myself and protect myself. Um, so that's again, kind of like, you know, like fear and anxiety comes from, you know, ignorance and not really knowing. So now that I do know, and I do understand this stuff, it's easy to say, well, yeah, I mean, sure, there might be something floating around here, but I know how to protect myself. And I'm just gonna go back to bed. So something that I have noticed that when I started to develop my abilities, people close to me in my life started also sort of being more open and having their own experiences. Do you feel like my working on my abilities has opened your abilities up in a different or a new way? Yeah, of course, right? Um, just like I mentioned before, um, being able to kind of ground myself and protect myself um, is something that I learned to do from you. And really hearing people talk on your podcast, I've been able to kind of take what they've been saying and kind of apply it to my life um, and being able to really say like, oh, this makes sense. You know, it's not as, I guess, open and as strong as a connection for me, but there definitely has been more of an opening for me since you really started doing this, um, which makes sense because it's not like I'm someone that is, you know, against this or saying that this not true. It's more of just like, well, if I can understand it, I'd be able to do it. So I can understand it to an extent. Um, and if I, I guess if I really wanted to sit down and, and to open this door like you have and really progress my abilities, I would be able to do that. But I just think it's, it's different because it's not really in kind of my mind and something that I want to do right now. I'm, I'm sure, you know, at some point in my life, maybe I will, who knows. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely have a stronger connection than I've had with what I would say, these abilities of being able to really connect with um, my spirit guides and, you know, Earth's energy and really kind of just feeling energy around me um, and really kind of just being able to block energy that I don't want near me. Um, that has definitely grown stronger. And before that was, you know, again, labels, right? There's always labels out there. I'm sure some people would find that being labeled as like mindfulness, right? Mm, like, you know, yeah. like meditation and mindfulness. And that's usually something of the mind, which is not too far off of, you know, being able to kind of do this stuff with energy mm. because I mean, our, our brain, you know, is energy, we right? Energy. <laughs> yeah, we are yeah, all energy. Totally. So again, there's just a different perspective and label on it. Um, I think a stronger connection that I've had with being able to do that than, you know, just reading a book on mindfulness or meditation. Mm, yeah, totally. Cool. Um, do you have any advice for anyone who's living with a psychic medium? I guess the advice that I would give to anybody who's living with a psychic is just respect the privacy. Respect the privacy of the work they're doing. Um, and what I mean by that is that I'm not someone 
who's really interested in like other people's business unless it like directly involves me so you know i could i like if i wanted to right like if i was nosy and and wanted to like i could hear everything you're saying and talking to other people with but i think that kind of defeats the purpose and is kind of rude and i respect your privacy i respect the privacy of the people that you talk with um and i guess i feel like some people would probably would want to kind of again right like you don't want to have secrets between you and your partner so like if you're like hey did you just read this person or what did you you know hear on this end um you know like there's no need for that right like it's not part of that that's like a whole different part of the life that you don't really need to know about so i would just say respect the privacy uh of everyone in the situation Yeah, I love that advice. I think it's super good. And I think something worth mentioning here too, which I don't even know has been mentioned in past episodes is that like when you're a psychic medium, obviously you shouldn't be like telling your partner or your friends or like anybody else about the intimate details of a reading that you've just done. Like you're you're kind of in contract with the universe or spirit or whatever you want to call it. And you know, don't go blabbing everybody's info because you've been able to psychically access it for that person. Like you're not accessing it for yourself. So keeping it private is definitely the way to go. So yeah, don't go telling your partner about every single reading and every detail that you've done. So yeah, awesome advice. Okay. Last question. As I ask all my guests, I will also ask you, What is something that listeners can do right now to open up the door to their abilities a little bit more? So I would say learn about the universe and the world, specifically through the lens of science. I read this book called A Short History of Nearly Everything by Bill Bryson. And I won't talk too much about it because he isn't sponsoring this. (laughs) Um, But really learning about how the universe works has opened so many doors for me. I love thinking about how energy and life works in the universe. It's fascinating and really comforting in a way to think about what the universe has gone through to get here, you know, where we are all at today. How we got here is just fascinating. And you know, that's something that, you know, in a thousand, 10,000 years, that science isn't going to change, right? Like the, that idea of energy and life, that, that idea is, will, will still be here, right? I mean, you'll, you can wipe out all the science books and all the information about it, but it, it will still be true. And I, I think that's opened up a lot about how I think about really, again, all this stuff. And if you want to try to experience that feeling, maybe you should read the book and let me know if it happened to you. And, you know, we'll start a book club. I love it. So cool. Well, thank you so much for coming into the guest room and sitting in front of the mic and uh, recording this episode with me. Of course. Um, I'll head out because I got a long drive home. <laughs> but... uh <laughs> Thank you very much for having me, and uh, I'll, I'll see you later. Okay, yeah, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you love the podcast and listen on Apple, please be sure to rate and leave a review. 
If you want more from Opening the Door, follow along on Instagram at Opening the Door Podcast. Have a question about psychic work or psychic development? Email openingthedoorpodcast at gmail.com and you might have your question included in one of our future Q&A episodes.